All of the fantasy audio sound effects used in this episode of the campaigns were provided by BattleBards. Hello and welcome to The Campaigns, the actual play podcast from the RPG Academy. I am Michael and this is The Campaigns Dead Center, episode number three, A Deeper Mystery. In our previous episode, our characters had gone through the woods to Dormer's house, which was being ransacked by goblins. The half-elf healer had gone missing and apparently the goblins were looking for him as well. We inspected his place and found a trap door to a subterranean lair full of mushroom people that apparently didn't have anything to do with anything. Hmm, go figure. Finally, at the end, we learned that he may have gone further up the mountain searching for the source of a contaminant in the water that might be causing the issues. So we go further up the mountain as well, following in his tracks, trying to unravel this deeper mystery. So here is the campaign's Dead Center, episode number three, A Deeper Mystery. Um, you can see the last few days, actually the last two weeks of his journal were empty. And and the last entry was from about two weeks ago. And uh, it describes a problem that he has been dealing with that is getting worse. And it simply says, I have to find the source of this malady if I am ever to cease its effects. And so while all this is happening... And Bra is committing arson. Mundus is running around on all fours, talking to gophers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it, it it doesn't look at all like he's trying to cast some spell. He just basically looks like an insane person just running around screaming at animals. So like normal. Good. Yeah. Now, given what given what we had talked about as we were coming up with your character, Paul, did uh, does Mundus actually do anything to cast the spell? Or does this just kind of happen? Rules-wise, something happens. He he does it verbally, but he just, in in his mind, he's just, it's just a normal day at the office, just chatting away with his friends. And sometimes sometimes they say something to him when he tries harder, and sometimes he just talks to him. But right now, at this point, he's trying harder, which is giving him the exp- extra oomph to actually cast the spell. Gotcha. So after a, a couple minutes of running around on all fours, scampering through the, the bushes and growth, you find... A couple different rodents, maybe a possum, maybe a raccoon, something that can give you some good information. And uh, you find out that Doromir actually packed up a a pretty big satchel and left uh, two weeks ago. And he went further off into the mountains up towards the goblin village. Good. All the more reason to skip the goblin village and just go higher into the elevations. Okay, fine. We'll go to the Goblin Village. <laughs> All right. I, I, come, I finish running around, and I walk up to the little goblin, and I pat him on the shoulders. Well, buddy, it looks like you're going home. But the, the way I'm patting him on the shoulder, he may possibly think I'm talking about sending him to the afterlife. <laughs> he is terrified of you. Oh, good. Well, have I established myself at least as his lesser enemy? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> good. I'll, uh... Go ahead and leverage that to the best of my ability to start a uh, burgeoning, a uh, sort of um, friendship, all of that uh, hostage situation. What was that? Anyway, so uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll chat with him while we're on the road, and he's still sort of half tied up. As he's hanging yeah, basically. off my back. Yeah, yeah, he's facing me. I'm in the rear. That'll be perfect. Be just fine. I have my axe uh, into its halberd uh, position, and I'm hanging like a bindle, like I'm a hobo, holding a little, holding a little hobo or a little uh, goblin sack on the end of it. I find that acceptable. So, uh, you guys are heading off into the woods. Is Mundus taking the lead? He's leading and whistling loudly, just delighted. He's got a spring in his step and takes a deep breath of the sweet forest air as he goes, and he's walking directly towards the goblin camp. He's not a stealthy guy. He's very, very matter-of-fact. Wonderful. Since Mundus is in the lead, why don't you give me a survival check? If you fail this, you die, so uh, it's eight important. Plus one is I'll nine. Use inspiration. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll use an inspiration. All right. 
and it's another one. Oh, jeez. So, uh, ten. <laughs> All right. So you, uh, you guys are tromping through the woods, following Mundus's lead. Absolutely no problem whatsoever. He is one hundred percent confident in where he is going. Uh, the goblin is fading in and out of consciousness from being hung upside down from his halberd. Brothwolf is trying to have a conversation with him and, and failing half the time because all the blood <laughs> is just rushing back and forth out of his head. He keeps having to wave his head back and forth as the goblin swings. I'll jump in every now and then and try to proselytize to him. Are you sheltered by the wings of Bahamut? <laughs> <laughs> that is wonderful. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, this happens every time when the goblin is passed out, so it's not really too successful. <laughs> after uh, after about two hours, you guys break <laughs> through the woods, and you realize that you are on the other side of this uh, freshwater spring from the goblin village. So... The uh, the direction you took, kind of, you went really, really the long way. Oh, but we still got here. You are on the other side of the lake. Uh, this is, it's not huge. I mean, it's maybe only 40, 50 feet across. Uh, and across the way, you can see a, a small little outcropping of the Goblin Village. Um, this is in an area that uh, there is more clearing so there's still sunlight coming through, but it's not bright and open. The overhang of the woods and the trees are still there. So you're not in, in full sunlight by any means. Everything in the Goblin Village looks deserted. Uh, there's not really any fires burning. You don't see anyone out and about. Uh, you mm. just get a, you get a sense that there's just no one there at all. I'll ask our Goblin if there were people there when he left. Uh, he says that there was. Hmm, interesting. Well, I believe with trepidation on our faces, we march boldly forward, mashing through any doors or walls that happen to be in the way. Okay, so you can start heading around the lake. Stupid lake. <laughs> and there, there's no submersibles a... that we could take over the lake? Nope, no submersibles, no supermersibles, no bridge. No mersibles of any sort unless we want to swim, like peasants. Correct. Okay. I like to swim. <laughs> I I don't know that we want to swim in this particular water. Just a suggestion. And uh, you guys get to the village. Takes a little bit longer uh, because you had to walk around the lake. Not that it was that big at all, but it still takes a little bit longer. And you get into the village. There are no sounds. You don't hear movement. A lot of the doors of the village are hanging empty uh, and open. There's no fires burning, nothing. Hmm. Are there signs that that mm. uh, things were picked up? What were you saying, Paul? I was gonna. I'm gonna turn my halberd around and kind of get at eye level with the upside down goblins. What's going on with your with your village here, buddy? The goblin does not know anything. Uh, when he left with his uh, armed forces this morning, uh, there were still goblins in the village. So mm. if you guys are going to Search around briefly. I'm going to want uh, some perception checks or investigation checks, something. I will begin to investigate. Can I do a, a nature check and see if I can see any tracks leaving the village? Absolutely. I, I was going to investigate, and I asked my familiar to investigate, and then my familiar gave me guff because he didn't want to investigate. And so apparently, rather than either of us investigating, we spent a long, boring time having a negotiation as to whether or not you could goddamn well investigate <laughs> what I fucking ask you. And we both got a two. <laughs> <laughs> I rocked that one. I got a 20, uh, 18 on the die. I got a 14 tracking nature. Wonderful. Okay. Mundus, what you find, since you were looking for tracks and trails, you see a, a huge mismatch of tracks, and it looks really chaotic and confusing. So you spend a little bit of time looking around and looking at it from different angles and you stand up and you get down on the ground and you're running all over the place. And after a while, you suddenly realize that something attacked the village. Mm, something. I'm going to ask my, uh, I'm going to ask my goblin if he agrees. 
as I've been running around shaking him around a lot. He's completely unconscious. Oh, okay. Yes, something attacked the village. It was a lot of some things. Uh, the footprints that Mundus found, it's really hard to identify what they are. They're def- Are they hooved? They're not hooved. Uh, they're definitely not. They're definitely not goblin. Are they Mundus sized or are they Earth Elemental sized? They are people sized. Ah, uh, okay. Humanoid sized. Yeah, roughly. And so while all that is happening, Michael, what were you specifically investigating? Just in general, or I was going to go like <laughs> um, hut to hut, looking inside for maybe someone's. Again, hiding, survivors, uh, anything that would give an indication of what happened. Gotcha. Okay, so you go hut to hut. Every hut, hut you hut. look in, <laughs> every hut you go into, what you, you see two things. You basically see evidence that whoever was there before was very sick. Uh, so you kind of see the cots have those, like, must-up bedclothes from someone who's been sleeping there for a long time. Waste baskets full of Kleenex. Well, that could be something else. The smell of sickness. There's empty bottles of orange juice everywhere. This hut was either... <laughs> Bunch of chicken noodle soup just strewn about. <laughs> Lot... Yeah, this empty camels. Either, either had a victim of the plague or a 13-year-old boy. I'm not sure which yet. <laughs> well, one of the huts has a poster of a goblin pop star in a bikini. 13-year-old boy. Okay, good. Yep. That, oh. Just that one, though. There's one hut. Don't use a black light in there. <laughs> Save versus but, the darkness. Every, every hut you look into either has this evidence of illness and sickness, or you see evidence of bodies being dragged away suddenly, and evidence is of a fight. And your investigation, you start seeing evidence of combat, uh, a very one-sided combat. You are experienced enough to figure out that whoever, whatever attacked, pretty much just swept through and took advantage of this sickness that they were suffering. Hey guys, did we attack these goblins? (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. Mundus, what were you doing this morning? (laughs) I don't remember. (laughs) Get Francis. <laughs> all right. So as this is all happening, this takes you guys about you, you spend about 15, 20 minutes poking around, looking at stuff, debating about things. Screwing um, around. Brothwall, as you were not immediately involved in this investigation, you had wandered off a little bit. Um, you were trying to help out where you could. And uh, you're kind of over by the lake. And you notice movement in the water. Hmm. All right. I have a new theory as to where everyone went. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, backing slowly from the water, I will uh, find my compatriots and share this newfound information with them. Not by yelling in a really loud, obvious way, but by finding them and then saying not quietly, but not loudly in a really somewhat obvious way. Holy shit. Holy shit. There are things in the water. And, uh. I have these sort of past-life visions my dwarf suddenly has of them being ghouls and just ghouling me in the face in some graveyard someplace. And they're so unpleasant that I'm now afraid to go back in the water. You uh, you just start having visions of you using a bow missing over and over, over and over it, again. Over it, over it, over <laughs> Having terrible nightmares about being in water. It was just uh, not all bad. Okay, so, uh, yeah. Okay, so what do you guys do with this new knowledge? Uh, I'm going to walk towards the water. Good, good. If if they're going first, I'll go third. The brave one and the Aquaman. I'm gonna tell them that I that I've uh, noticed the tracks and they appear humanoid. And someone come through here, guys. I think they're our size. I say, you know, if if we're gonna fight water monsters, should we let this poor goblin go, or at least put it down and give it a weapon? Maybe he can help. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll we'll untie the goblin and arm it with its crappy goblin weapons again. And uh, at this point, it has no real choice since its entire village has been evacuated, but to hang out or run away, right? Not attack us for some shitty reason? Correct. And Good. as soon as you let him down, he runs. Oh, well, uh, I'm, close enough. Oh. I will, throw my, I will <laughs> throw my trident at him. 
But before <laughs> you can do that, you see what was in the water. And coming up out of the water with slow, sluggish steps, moaning and groaning with rotting flesh. Terminator. Pamela Anderson. <laughs> Close enough. Zombies. Zombie goblins? No, zombie humanoids. One do of they, hmm. Do they have some sort of webbed feet? So are they are they aqua zombies or are they were they just walking through the water? Uh they appear to be coming up out of the water. Uh there is one Right, but are they like swimming onto the beach and then and then moving onto land feet or I don't know. No, they were just walking yeah. on the on the lake bed up onto shore. Oh, delightful. Okay. Um, there are uh, there are five figures, one quite large and imposing, but still rotting and disgusting, and uh, and four smaller, more humanoid ones. At least one of them needs to have a fish in its pocket, like the tail's like whapping. Oh, sure, absolutely. That's that. Yeah, yeah. We'll call that one fishtail. Fishtail. So uh, these zombies. We're gonna take fishtail for questioning. <laughs> moan their way and uh, stumble up onto shore and they are headed straight for you. I got an 11 on the initiative to stop pooping myself and attack them. (laughs) Alright. Oh wait, 12, pardon me. How's that die roller working for you? I just got a natural 20 on it, so I'm gonna say good. Plus, I like the sound. I I like that. I've got an 8. Bra is gonna go first. Alright, I'm going to move into a position where I can use my uh, breath weapon and try to hit as many as possible, including all of them, if possible. Well, they are all shambling up onto the shore in one big group right now. Perfect. So go for it. All right, so I will move again whatever position I need to. I'll touch my helmet. I'll use a point to turn it into a cone once again, and I will use lightning breath in a cone. Absolutely failed. Yay. Nice. That is 11 points of damage for 5 if they pass. Oh, they all failed. Bam. Okay, so you, uh, uh, Broad jogs up towards them, uh, shifts a little bit to the side tactically, and just cuts loose with his breast weapon. Uh, that lightning just crackles and sizzles, cuts through all that undead flesh. It starts to burn it. You smell barbecue as as the skin cauterizes and, and crackles away. And it is Breathwall's turn. Hmm. I, uh, that's, that's pretty awesome. Are they down yet? Oh, no, not at all. They're not even red and flashing? Um... The the humanoid zombies, the, a, a lot more of them has been burned off than is left. Hmm. The four so medium sized. Now we're finding skeletons. Yay. Hey. <laughs> I give it. I get jokes. Alright, so I'm going to uh, target the the biggest, baddest, least pleasant one. Okay. Is, uh, uh, I believe it's a bonus action to cast Hex on uh, it, and then I'm going to roll the hit with my good old fashioned Eldritch Blast. Ooh, okay. that's uh, really good. Uh, 17 on the die, 20-something total. I see oh. that hits. I'm, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an insight here. The AC for the zombies is 8. Ah! Ooh. So now I just have to feel awful when I miss. Oh. So I have to roll higher than a 3. Crap. I, I did sadly bad on damage. That's uh, 8 points of damage, and he's pushed 10 feet further away from me, which is great. That was against the biggest one, right? Yes. Okay, so you you hit him, you actually push him back into the water. Now, yeah. he is still moving forward, uh, but he, he's back at the shore at this point. And Mundus, go right ahead. He sure is. <laughs> uh, how far is the biggest one from me? Ugh. You know, after that pun, I'm going to say about 100 <laughs> feet. Uh, no, he's oh, he's right. only about thirty feet away from me. Okay, I'm gonna move up to the uh, move up to the biggest zombie. I'm gonna sling my shield over my back on my so it's and then uh, put my axe back into its uh, 
great axe position. I'm going to take a swing at the biggest one, as is my custom. Okay. And I got a 15 versus AC. Yep. That will... Uh, so it's going to give me a D12. I'm going to use my Divine Smite, which lets me uh, burn uh, one of my spell slots in order to do an extra 2D8 if it's uh, regular... 2d8 radiant damage, but if it's an undead or fiend, I do 3d8 damage. Oh, look at that! How wonderful! So, I'm gonna roll my d8 for my damage. That will be in 8 plus 3. That'll be 11, and then 3. Uh, oh, that was, a, well, that was a d12, I'm sorry. So, 11 for my regular axe, and then my radiant damage will be 3, 7, and 5. I have to take off my, my shoes and count this. If you have to get to 21, I'm out. Uh, 15 plus 11, that will be uh, 26 damage. Radiant. Some of that will be radiant damage. All right, so uh, you just you you just lay into this giant zombie. the The axe actually thuds into the meat of this guy's blubbery, rotting <laughs> chest, and then the smite kicks off. Just explodes <laughs> radiant light it. out of him. <laughs> it's like a it. little bit of a delayed reaction. And you just rip the axe backwards out of it. Just chunks of flesh are falling away. He staggers and groans. He is absolutely hurt from that. He's still functioning, but you seriously took him down. Is he like uh, T-1000 at the end of Terminator 2 where like his head's over here, but he's, he's still in one piece, but he's got like a big hole in the center of him? Absolutely. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it is now the zombie's turn. Uh, so the one that you just wailed on, Mundus, will take a swing at you. And he is actually going to connect with a 24. Oh, that will hit. Uh, for 13 bludgeoning damage. Oh, but the other zombies were still too far away for a melee attack this round. Uh, they will continue to shamble up on shore. Next round, they will absolutely be within striking distance of you. Uh, but it is the top of the order, so we will go back to Bra. Sweet. I will move over, and I will attack that one as well. And I will activate my Divine Smite, which will not go off unless I actually hit. But if I do hit, I also do additional damage. Uh, because it is undead. This is what happens when I throw undead against a party with two paladins. Yeah, that would be Yes! <laughs> uh, I believe I'm going to... Well, no, you said their AC's pretty crappy, so that would be a 11. Yep, you still connect. Fantastic. You can't help but hit this guy. Okay. Eight plus... Uh, Five, 13 points of damage. All righty. And you're using... What sword are you using again? A great a, sword? A trident. Oh, you use your trident. That's right. Yeah. So um, well, just like when Mundus connected, you basically thrust out with your trident. It sinks into this just disgusting blubber that is pretty much falling off of this hulking zombie. And a second after you hit, the, the divine radiant light just erupts from the wound ripping a massive chunk out of this zombie. He's roaring and groaning in pain. You guys have put a serious hurt on him. He's still up and working. He's still, uh, he's not dead, but he's more than halfway there. And it will be Brothwell's turn. Ha! Huh. Um, well, they, they probably don't want that giant thing further from them, so I'll, I'll go ahead and attack one of the random old zombies. Oh, and I'm probably not going to hit with a uh, 9. Oh, no, that's right. You said AC 8. Hooray! Yep. Although uh, that's only four points of damage. Force as uh, elemental earth plummets into the chest of some sort of undead monster. Okay, well, you, you whip off the Eldritch Blast. Uh, you definitely hit one of the zombies that was shambling up on the shore. You kind of spin him around a little bit. He takes the damage, but he is certainly not down yet. Uh, and it is Mundus's turn. I'm gonna continue to hack, much like I my how I spend my days in the forest. I'm gonna keep hacking away at the trunk. Go for it. Uh, I rolled a 13. Without that should be enough to hit. Yep, more than enough. Seven uh, slashing. Uh, you did did you did not do another strike, radiant strike? Uh, 
Can I use my inspiration on on damage rolls as well? No. Yeah, let me throw in another uh, Divine Smite while I'm at it. Okay. That will use up all of my spell slots for the day. Nine. Nine total. Plus seven? So... Plus seven, yes. Sixteen. Oh, math is hard. <laughs> Alright, so again, same as last time. You slam into him, the Divine Light explodes out, uh, another massive chunk of dead flesh falls off. It is the zombie's turn... The large undead that you are both wailing on has to make a decision, uh, and he takes a swing at Bra. Come at me, Bra. <laughs> does a 16 hit? No, it does not. Ah, then he horribly misses. Now, the other zombies, uh, you are all kind of in the thick of it now. Uh, one of them has gotten towards where Bruthwall is. Uh, so he will take a swing at you, sir, but I am pretty sure that a 11 will miss. Correct. The other three that are there, uh, two of them will attack Mundus. Uh, there's a 17 hit. It does. All right. So oh, act- yeah, it would hit me because I'm, I'm not using my shield currently, so now my AC is 14 instead of 16. Okay. Um, well, actually, if your AC is 14, both of them will hit you. So you will take a total of 8 bludgeoning damage. And then the last remaining medium zombie will take a swing at Bra, but a 7 will miss. Uh, so we will go back to uh, Bra, top of the order. Alright, so the big guy's still staggering? Mm-hmm. All right, I will try to take him down. I do not have any spells left, so I can't do Divine Smite anymore. Uh, so this is just a straight attack roll. 17 plus 5, 22. Seven points of damage. In the facial area with the trident. Oh, yeah. You stab him right in the neck, and you kind of have him pinned for a second, and you wiggle him back and forth a little bit, and then rip the trident back out. Again, every time you kind of pull the barbs of your trident away from this guy, chunks of flesh just falling off. They're shredding to the ground like confetti. He is still up, though. We're winning, right? He's taking a beating, and it will be Brothwall's turn. All right. Um, I don't like being next to something that's harming me. None of our players are are, uh, bloodied, right? Correct. I'm at 10 H. I'm at 10 uh, hit points left. But... Oh, oh, never mind. You are. Hmm. All right. Uh, then. No, the uh, combat instincts will kick in, and ignoring the monster in front of me, I will uh, at range target the monster in front of him, try and push it out of the way. Roll to hit. That's going to hit. Some damage. That's nine points of damage, and it's pushed 10 feet further away from me, which is hopefully also further away from my poor injured paladin comrade. That is absolutely what happens. And it is Mundus' turn. Uh, oh, uh, Lay on hands is a full action, isn't it? Yeah, right, yeah it is. Okay, n- never mind that. Healing's for the weak. I'm going to take... I'm going to look over at uh, Bra. I'm going to comically wi- wi- wipe the sweat away from my head and give him a little chuckle like, Oh, long day, huh? And I'm going to take another swing at the zombie. <laughs> still at the big and one? I got a, yeah, still the big one. Uh, 12 versus AC. Yep. Ooh, and a 12 plus 3 would be 13. Oh, that uh, doesn't count for... uh, Crits only count for my attack roll, not my damage roll. Yeah, that'll be uh, 15 damage slashing. Oh, wonderful. And that is a fail. So you... You killed the zombie with this hit. So why don't you describe that for me? Oh, I, uh... He's he's poking him on one side, and I'm whacking him on the other side, and his poking is edging it more and more towards my side. So finally, I I just take one, I'm, like, you know, when you're chopping on a tree, you're, char- you're chopping a uh, V-shaped notch into the side of it. Finally, I just get that last chunk, and as I pull my axe away, a chunk of his leg flies out, and he just slowly topples. And uh, I look over at bra, I look over at bra, and I go, Timber! And he falls and lands in the water with a big sickening splash of uh, necrotic guts and, and ichor. Wonderful. So the largest, nastiest zombie is down. Uh, there are still four medium-sized humanoids remaining. 
Uh, it is their turn. Unfortunately, one of them is still by Brothwall. So it will attack with a 15. That will hit. Oh, four damage, sir. Alright. The other two, other, I'm sorry, the other three that are left, one of them will attack Mundus with a 17. That will hit. Yep, for four damage. Two of them will attack Bra. I think we will miss, though, with a 15. I'm sorry, 14. How's that the next thing? All right. Top of the order, Bra. I want to use my net to throw over one of the zombies, which should neutralize them at least for a little bit, so we don't have to worry about one of them. Okay. So I wrote down that if you use a net, it basically just restrains them. Sure, why not? But I, I don't know what they have to do to get out of it. That's what I'm trying to find. Now, to get out of restrained is, is your choice of athletics or acrobatics, right? That sounds right to me. Okay, because they get disadvantage on their dexterity checks, so I guess that means it takes it harder for them to get out, which, again, the men zombies should mean he's pretty much fucked. So I got a seven, so it doesn't matter. On throwing my net. So I missed. He's throwing net well over one of the zombies. It becomes momentarily <laughs> distracted. <laughs> cool. you, you threw it over it, but it was not... You didn't really snag it in the net. Um, I want to use uh, offhand. I think I can do that. I can always do a bonus offhand attack, right? Um, yes, but you won't get your strength modifier. Right. So I'll go ahead and just kind of like... Basically, it'll be like a shield bash, but it's you know, not exactly that. Uh, right, because it's your trident at this point. Yep. That will hit. So what is just regular damage? Is it D1 or D4 or something? Uh, for a yeah. trident? Well, it would be the regular weapon damage of your trident. Oh, good. Okay. Then, uh, you just don't get your strength modifier. All right. Then one point of damage. Huzzah! Okay. okay. So I was exactly the least possible competent without being completely incompetent that I could have done that. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, Breathwall, go ahead. All right. Uh, well, uh, I'm going to try and push the zombie that's next to me away. Roll to hit. That's uh. Wait, does an eight hit? Yes. Yeah, I only miss on ones. Roll some damage. That's eight points of damage, and it's pushed ten feet away from me. And then I'm going to move 30 feet away from it so that it uh, can't get to me and attack me in one turn. <laughs> That's some good tactics right there, buddy. You're not playing your guy from the uh, the Fate uh, Deadlands game, are you? You know, it, it's it's getting very, very similar <laughs> for some reason. I, uh, you know, got two brave characters like, oh, apparently I'm the coward. I don't know. We'll <laughs> and that takes it to Mundus's turn. Now, the big zombie is dead, and there's three around you right now. Mundus is going to turn around and he's going to wave. I mean, he's going to lean back and forth, kind of unsteady on his feet. And he's going to look at uh, look at Bra and give him a big grin, spit out a big mouthful of blood. And you can't tell if he's speaking Goblin or Orc or just babbling incoherently. But whatever he mumbles, he gives a big laugh at the end of it, and then he takes a swing at the last at the Goblin that's closest to him. Not Goblin, uh, zombie. I'm sorry. Okay. And a 19. Oh yeah. Another 15 uh, slashing damage. Okay. And that zombie will drop. So you slash him right down the middle and falls in two pieces into the water. Absolutely dead. Awesome. It is the zombie's turn. Well, unfortunately, the one that Rothwell pushed backwards is now closer to the other two. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, so we will have one of them... Take a swing at Mundus and miss. Rothwell goes, look, I'm helping, I'm helping. <laughs> and two of them take a swing at Bra. Does a, a 17 hits you, right? It does. That is my armor class. All right. So you take eight points of damage from two zombies punching you. Oh, fuck nuts. But, but it's your turn. Well, seeing as how I've been damaged, time for me to enter my rage state. So I... Hulk out, and I will, actually, I, I just, can I use my shield like a club and just beat one of them in the head with it? Sure. Okay. I mean, when you rage out, I'm, I think you could do that. 
I rolled a 19 on both of my dice for advantage, which is, makes that like a 24. So is this like, my trident normally does D6 damage? Like, how are you feeling? Like, what damage would a shield upside the head do? I think a D6 is acceptable. Six. So 11 points of damage as I just <laughs> this thing right in the forehead with my shield. You smash this guy into the ground. Under, You knock him underneath the water, and you go down. You're basically straddling him on top of him, and you just keep beating his face into a pulp <laughs> with your shield. He's absolutely demolished. Fucking and die! I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, you're dead, but stop moving! <laughs> and it is Brothwell's turn. Man. Comedy Brigade. All right, uh, pick one of the remaining zombies. Roll to hit. That's going to hit. Roll some damage. That's going to be eight points again of force, and it's pushed ten feet away from somebody. All right. Well, he is pushed back, and he collapses uh, under the water absolutely dead. Your earth force magic it just has just been blowing chunks out of his chest cavity, and he finally crumbles as you... Slam him into the ground with that. Hooray, I'm helping. Uh, Mundus, <laughs> there is one zombie left. All right, now um, now Mundus, although being a rather young orc, he is balding, and he has a, this, you know, a really nice comb over that goes over the top of his head. This comb over, he looks like uh, Bill Murray in Kingpin at the end of it when his, when his, his uh, comb over is just going all askew all over the place. He's going to look at this last zombie, and he's kind of going to squint one eye because he's seeing two of them, so he's going to follow the... Uh, follow the advice of Mickey and say, hit the one in the middle, and he's going to take a step towards him and swing at him. Go for it. And I got an 11 plus 5. will be 16. You're crushing him. Right. This D12 is really doing good. to see how it goes now. Oh, another 12. So uh, another 15 slashing. And you again rip this zombie to shreds. And all the zombies are dead. Before we get out of combat, I want like the last thing that I want to do is just I'm still in my my crazy rage, and I'm gonna use my breath weapon uh, again and do lightning just like right into the face of this zombie that's just like right there and pretty much already dead anyways. And then I'm gonna stand up and turn around, and I want all these dead fish to start floating up in the little pond because I'm just lightning breath like a thirty foot square radius. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that definitely happens. Yes. So the the zombies are dead. Well, yeah. Again. Again. And you guys take a couple deep breaths. Mundus is going to sit down on the giant on the giant zombie. And uh, you guys take a couple minutes to rest and relax. I'd actually like to and... take an hour if possible. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good plan. Good plan. Does anyone More else? zombies come out of the water. <laughs> At 58 minutes. They're enough minutes, to kill the whole town. One zombie. Right? Well, as you guys are sitting there... You suddenly hear the crunch of footsteps on uh, on sand and rock. Oh, for fuck's sake! And uh, it's Doramir. Oh, okay. Oh, hey, hey, hello, ho oh, there! I wave. Is, it, is he walking in a weird sort of staccato? Limp? No, he looks totally fine. He is uh, walking around from the far end of the lake. He got lost like we did. And he looks totally confused. He recognizes you. He he knows you from the village. And he, he says, "What what is this? What are you three doing here? Muhammad be praised. We have come for you. What? Come come for me? What do you mean? Over, fuck's sake. <laughs> did, did you come out here to look for me? You, you have been missing for some weeks. Oh, ha, ha, has it been that long? Oh, my goodness. I, I, I got lost in my research. I apologize. And he he tells you a tale of finding a problem uh, with the water source in his cave. Mm-hmm. And he ventured out into the woods to find the source of the problem, which was this lake that you are uh, just sitting on the beach of right now. And he tells you a tale uh, of finding a strange... Uh, a, a strange magical device that uh, that turned the water into poison, and somehow through whatever magic of this device, uh, brought back the the bodies of 
um, of old fishermen and, and others that had died in the lake or around the lake. And so he, he had to basically run away into the woods and hide for a little bit while he tried to figure out what to do. Uh, now, he is not a magician or a caster in any way, but he is uh, incredibly talented and skilled at working um, with herbs and alchemical potions and formulas. So he, he managed to find a substance that blocked the effects of this magic, and he was walking around the lake distributing it uh, so that there would be no further problems. Unfortunately... Uh, he was still in the process of that when you got attacked, so he was not quite done, so you suffered a little bit. But uh, he, he takes some time and completes his work. Wow, the real hero got the quest done a lot faster than us. Yeah. And he <laughs> he es he estimates that uh, after after a day or two of his alchemical substance flowing downriver and out of this natural spring that became a lake, it should completely cleanse the water supply and make everything fine. I'll return to my cabin, and uh, with all my notes, I will very quickly <laughs> get back to work and and bring uh, the necessary medicines down to Hayden's Ferry, and everything should be fine. I'll, I'll tell him, um, I have some bad news. The goblins burned your notes. What? And they threw Mundus through your front door. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm afraid it's true. They they were they they seemed to be looking for you, and they ransacked your house, threw Mundus through your front door, and burned all your notes. It was very tragic. I'm um, I'm sorry for your loss, but I'm sure that the talking mushroom in your basement will be of some comfort. Well, you know what? He unfortunately believes you. Good. <laughs> and uh, he he's very flustered and upset, but. He says, well, luckily I've been doing this for many, many years. Uh, it will be a, a huge setback to my work and to the people that would benefit from my work, nodding at you in that knowing fashion. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, hopefully I will be able to rebuild and, uh, and help out once again. Well, we would love to be of any assistance to you. In the meantime, we, we certainly uh, could be tasked with destroying this magical artifact that pollutes waters. Well, the the problem is I, I don't know where it is. Hmm. I, I found its effects. Uh, it is somewhere in the lake. But uh, unfortunately, the the spring that is the source of this lake is quite deep. And I am not able to get there. But my... My medicines and chemicals will prevent it from impacting this region again. Absolutely guaranteed. Hmm. Well, still, I I hate for something uh, like this to fall into the wrong hands or to um, have other complications arise from it. It's, if its magics are going awry, they may continue to go further awry. I'll at least spend the next few days uh, around these woods uh, looking for caves or caverns which may lead to tunnels which uh, might allow us to find the source of this and stop it at the root. Okay, yeah, that is absolutely something you can do. Excellent. Um, would you like to stay out in the woods for the entire time? Would you like to go back and forth from uh, your home in Hayden's Ferry? Would you like to stay with Doromir? I'll, I'll stay with Doromir and help him put together the, the leftovers of his notes from those the ravages of those jerk goblins. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> uh, what about uh, what about Mundus and Bra? What are you guys gonna do? Well, at one point, I want I would pull um, Brothwall aside and say, Muhammad would not want me to lie about what happened. Goddamn balance! As you're a godless heathen, I, I'm okay with you doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to help. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah, we, 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 we could really use the source of this evil to stop it, make sure it doesn't get any worse. And uh, yeah, we, we can certainly, uh, I'm sure there'll be many signs left for you in helping to piece back together the leftover bits of his notes. I'll, I'll help you find the tunnel and the, and the thing. Sorry. Thanks. Yeah. You're, you're my bro. Yeah. Right here. Right here. And I want to think that like there's like a fish <laughs> just from the zombie thing. It's just like, sorry. Oh, I thought Paul had enough. He's like, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> you guys no, are your fine. fucking fish. Yeah, we we crossed the line. Mundus is uh, still sitting on his 
he's still sitting on his giant corpse and his head's just his eyes have little swirly anime swirls over him and he's just completely out of it and he just raises a hand and says woods are fine for me sweet okay so you guys can wrap up here and recover um you can help out over a few days of Doramir uh rebuilding his his village uh, not his village I'm sorry his cabin obviously he is he is crushed and dismayed that his notes and his supplies are all destroyed <laughs> uh but he is able to start rebuilding and reassembling uh very quickly you start making some exploratory ventures out into the woods to find these caves uh you find a lot of caves that go down and out and around the uh caves don't all seem to connect though so you'll find one that goes in approximately the right direction but then it takes a weird left turn and you're completely in the wrong place uh you find another one that seems to go right down to where the the source of the spring should be but again it takes a, a twist and you end up somewhere completely different well, could our could our Aqua Batman take his trident of fish command down underwater to see if he could uh, see anything? Well, I, I think it would be safe to say that that Bra would certainly uh, relish jumping in and swimming down. Uh, but at this point in time, he does not have anything. Oh, you don't have a potion of underwater action. No, not. Yet. Now, I've spent many okay. years swimming through the oceans looking for that lost shrine, but I no longer have that <laughs> uh, power. So you guys can certainly spend the time, and you find a lot of things that are almost helpful, but just not exactly there. Curses. And uh, after a couple days, you 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 come to the conclusion that whatever's causing this problem must be at the absolute bottom of the lake. Which is only accessible, we think, through the lake. Uh, so until we get uh, some sort of capability of going to the bottom of the lake, where this this search is at its end. I have an idea, fellas. Let's dig a hole underneath the lake, and then we can get it from the bottom. That's a brilliant idea, my friends. That's a stupid idea. We don't have shovels. Oh, I, I, man. That's a great plan with with only two possible drawbacks. <laughs> the first, and I hate to mention, <laughs> is, <laughs> is that we don't have shovels. The second, I'm afraid, is that gravity is our enemy would surely drown us. Now. Well, you know, if you want to be negative. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to a bunch of fish and see if they can tell us where this stuff's at. Oh, hey, yeah. Bring it to do us. I, uh, do we have any octopi there? In there you go. Something with opposable thumbs? Can I, uh... Have we gotten long enough that I can get my spell slots back? A couple days. Oh, uh, we're, we're, we're skipping ahead days at a time here. Okay, well, I'm gonna chat some fish up then. Um, any fish you chat up will describe an incredibly deep place in the lake. Like, it, it goes to the bottom of the lake bed, and then there's just a, a hole that drops straight down. And they refuse to go anywhere near it. But, but when I'm talking to the fish, I have my head completely underwater, and I'm just yelling into the water at them. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so you know where it is. You just can't get there. And after, I'm going to say you guys spend another three or four days uh, out in the woods with Dormir, resting and recovering, helping him out. It's actually pretty pleasant and calm. And then, on the morning of the fourth day, a boy... Okay, so that, would be, that would be my cardio day, okay. Yeah, on your cardio day, absolutely. A, a boy runs up uh, from Hayden's Ferry, and he, he's absolutely out of breath, panting. <sighs> we need your help. Back in the village, please, hurry. Oh God, how many people turned to zombies, I ask. What? Oh. Zombies? There's no zombies. Oh, good. Good. Great. So whatever your problem is, it's less bad than that. Excellent. But a bunch of people are missing. Oh. oh. So they, they are zombies. They're are just you, gone. Are you one of them? <laughs> <laughs> he just looks at you. <laughs> no? no? 
No, I'm Well, here. we found I'm... one. <laughs> That's a good start. Do you have any friends? <laughs> have you one seen the down. others? We just need a spiral search from this kid, and we'll be able to find the rest of them. <laughs> so uh, the, the kid asks you to come back to Hayden's Ferry to help find the missing people. All right, so I, 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 wanna, I imagine ah. that we're, we're probably going to wrap it up here. So I imagine that... Mundus starts high stepping his, you know, his uh, his excited run, and I'm matching him stride for stride, and then I run right into a tree, and that's like right as we <laughs> right as we cut out fade to black, as me just whapping right into a tree and falling back. Absolutely, that is exactly what happens. Thanks for attending the RPG Academy and listening to our podcast. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. This podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash the RPG Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We will use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out numerous ways. One, you can subscribe to our show on iTunes, or you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes or on Stitcher Radio. Also, if you clear your cookies and then visit Amazon or drive through RPG through our portal, we get a kickback from your orders, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like an RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at vrpgacademy.com, or you can reach us on social media such as Facebook and Google+. We are there under the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, Caleb G., at... The Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at The RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.